0: Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast
2: all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty podcast. We have an epic hair how-to episode for all of you today. It's a hair episode. a hair episode. Hello, Jill. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, Carlene. Summer is almost officially over. And I'm actually pumped for this episode today because we got so many listener questions about hair and we were able to answer them sort of all in one place in today's episode. And so I haven't seen you in so long. Like, I honestly feel like I need you to write like, what did you do this summer essay? What have you been up to?
2: (laughs) I know. Well, you know, summer is almost officially over. But honestly, I can say I squeezed every last drop out of it. I was like, Working out outdoors. I was, you know, in my backyard constantly. I took every invitation to a cottage. I like really took the extra effort to get everything I could out of it.
0: Yeah. I think those moments of Zen were key this summer and throughout all of 2020. Lucky for me, I was able to spend a couple of months on the East Coast, close Mm -hmm. to the beach and hashtag sorry, not sorry, when I was calling you on Zoom and there were like waves crashing in the background. (laughs) Um, You know, that's what that was. Exactly. The secret's out. And, you know, just my daily walks, getting outside, listening to my favorite podcasts, it really kept me feeling sane. Yeah. And I think that there are those silver lining moments that, you know, and, and different habits that a lot of people will be taking from this time frame when COVID is long in our rear view. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I think embrace the slower pace is like the mm-hmm. slogan of the summer for me, you know? Right. And I, I have one habit that I'll share with you that that was new and might surprise you that I plan on taking with me. Um so ordinarily I have a complete black thumb. Like orchids won't even look at me. But I've seen uh,
0: you like kill a succulent before.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, oh, it's hard to do. It, it's That's so hard to do. So sad. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my friend Stacy, she's she's mm-hmm. my bestie and she works in horticulture. And I don't know why we didn't think of this earlier, but this summer in the middle of quarantine, she came over with her mask on and like right when the garden center is open and we completely redid our front and our back. And she taught me how to garden just like the basics you know, Amazing. like getting in there in the dirt. We like transplanted some plants and I learned how to like build a big planter. Spillers, thrillers, and fillers is is the key. That's the formula. Love it. I learned. Love it. Um, but yeah, and like it was calming. It was relaxing when I really needed it. And, you know, they just exploded over the summer and I'm a plant person now. I don't know how that happened. I think there's
0: something really meditative about gardening and getting your hands in the soil. Mm-hmm. You're fresh. Even if you have a fresh manicure, getting yeah. the soil underneath your nails and just like thinking nothing about that in the moment. It has a whole self-care quality to it, you know? You're inspiring me to okay. uh get the garden growing. Well, we're going to keep the plant love going today because we have partnered with Herbal Essences, Biorenew Potent Aloe and Hemp, sulfate-free collection.
2: Yeah, that's a mouthful. It's all about sustainably sourced plant extracts like aloe, authenticated by the Royal Botanic Gardens Q that's in London. And they're like the world leading experts in plant science.
0: And biorenew also happens to be PETA approved and cruelty-free, by the way.
2: That's right. And we are super grateful for our sponsors right now supporting the work that we do. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you. And all of that being said, it's time to reveal who we have as a guest in today's episode. We have Herbal Essences celebrity hairstylist Bridget Brager on the mic here to talk to us about how to solve some of our most common hair dilemmas.
0: Bridget is an LA-based hairstylist, and she works with like Constance Wu and Millie Bobby Brown and January Jones. And she's gonna give us her expert tips on everything from dealing with frizz to flatness. And then she drops some knowledge too on like why frizz happens in the first place. So mm. we learned a lot. She's also gonna share some of her must-haves in her kit
2: from her favorite drugstore hair products right now to some of her splurgy hot tools. You can see them all over her Instagram. She's like obsessed. And And the hair
0: accessories that she swears by, too. So let's get into it. Welcome, Bridget. Yeah, so, well, it is the fall now, Bridget. And I feel like our Facebook chat room, like when we were talking about hair to some of our listeners in there, there was a lot of discussion just about like Resetting for fall. And there was a lot of questions about like these common like dilemmas that we kind of are faced with when we finally take our hair out of a top knot in September and we're looking at our hair condition. (laughs) So let's get started. We wanted to tackle some of those challenges with you today. So the first one is frizz, which I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to. And so, first of all, why does it happen? And then, what is it about like certain hair types being more prone to frizz than others?
1: Hair becomes really porous as it becomes more damaged. And the more damaged hair becomes, the more it acts like a sponge. So it really sucks up the moisture and the air, the humidity. And that causes the hair shaft to swell and kind of stand on end. And that's frizz. So to counteract frizz, it's super important to use products that are nourishing and moisturizing so that it acts as a barrier between the elements in your hair. I mean, my hair even gets frizzy and it's and it's fine, but I, I color treat my hair. That's the damage, <laughs> right? But for, for women with curly hair, as their hair begins to curl, the cuticle lifts a little bit. It's a natural thing that happens. So they're prone, those with curly hair are prone to frizz. So it's all about really driving moisture into the hair and um, keeping it healthy, from the inside
2: out. Okay. So we're going to talk about some hacks, but first, like what's a product that you're loving right now to reduce frizz?
1: I'm a firm believer that, you know, using the right shampoos and conditioners is critical. It lays the foundation for your best hairstyle, a walk down the, the red carpet. That's the foundation. And that's kind of where it starts in the shower. My absolute favorite shampoo and conditioner is the herbal essences, aloe and hemp collection. It is sulfate-free. Aloe is super reparative. Aloe is full of vitamins that provide essential moisture. It's also super good for your scalp. We want to take into consideration how we treat our scalp, just like we think about our, our skin on our face. You know, it's uh, it's all really interconnected. And what about the,
2: the temperature of the water? Because I've heard that if it's hot, like if it's too hot, that can bring on the frizz.
1: That is... Is kind of something I always recommend to my clients before we are going on the red carpet. Just do a cold water rinse after conditioning your hair.
2: As cold as it can get, right?
1: As cold as you can get. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they always do that in the salon. I'm like, woo! But mm-hmm. it yeah. makes a difference, right? Right.
1: Especially after color. You know, after you've gotten your color done, they don't want to put hot water in because the molecule will just slip right out. And they're doing, we're doing everything to close the cuticle.
0: Yeah. So that's the, basically the number one takeaway here, Bridget, that I'm hearing is like with frizz, it's all about creating that barrier. So that's why the shampoo and conditioner are so important because it's like going to be closing that cuticle down. So you don't get that moisture seeping in, I guess. I'm a big fan of these rapid dry hair towels. Now, I don't know if I'm using them right, but I've heard, and they often claim that they prevent frizz. Do you think
1: that's the case? I do. So the microphone, Fiber towels are super gentle in the way that our traditional cotton towels are not cotton. It sticks up, right? And it catches the hair and it can pull the, it can pull on the hair. It also kind of can, can kind of go right in between where your cuticle doesn't know if it wants to flap open or lay down. But with a microfiber towel, you can get in there with it super gentle on the hair and it really lays everything down nicely. And it absorbs so much water. They work. I actually just posted a photo. I used a microfiber towel. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mike itch. Um, On my dog, Finn. He's a poodle. And um, <laughs> I need to just dry him quick. And I was like, why not this? So I grab it, grabbed it, and I used it. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. But they work. They are not a gimmick. It is something I believe that if you're going... If you want to take your hair regimen mm-hmm. to the next level, that is something that will definitely help.
2: Okay. You. Okay.
1: and the birds with fire on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week.
2: Now let's move on to hair dryness. What is the worst culprit that lends itself to hair dryness? And is it all part and parcel with what you were saying about frizz? Or are there other cause, causal factors there? So,
1: so actually, heat and UV damage are the worst culprits for dryness. Mm-hmm. Layer on top of that, um, chemically treating our hair and coloring our hair.
2: Yeah, the daily blow dry, the daily blow dry and the straightener. Totally. Killing so, it,
1: killing your hair. Right. So if you're exposing <laughs> your hair to these factors, I suggest using like a fantastic thermal protector, depending on what you do each day. If you're going into the office and you're constantly blow drying and flat ironing your hair, you need a barrier between your mm-hmm. hair and your hottest
2: tool. Now, getting back to what you said about hair color, because Mm -hmm. I do think that's, you know, for myself, I'm a natural brunette turned blonde. So I know how much damage my hair is uh, taking and I've bleached Mm -hmm. it before as well. You also have like white blonde hair. People can't see you. I I don't know if if it's natural or if you color your hair, but what is your best kind of tip for people with bleached hair because that's just a special kind of dryness <laughs> you know it's like it's how do you bone get that dry
1: silky? mojave yeah. desert a hair mask hair masks are mm. going to be your best friend and they and they really soften the cuticle they're super important i couldn't live without them also great oil you always want to be um, infusing moisture with protection and then you have that styling factor with an oil or or even a serum or a cream where it can control any flyways or frizz that you might
0: have. What about some tips on wearing a hair mask? Like, should you keep it on just in the shower while you're shaving your legs? Do you wear it around the house with a shower cap on? What do you do?
1: First of all, always do what it says. Start with that. If it's five to 10 minutes in the shower, do that. If you feel good about it, rinse it out. If you want to leave it on longer, you definitely can. I have actually styled clients with a leave-in conditioner. So I will do a central part, gather their hair, smooth out their edges, and then just kind of rake right on leave-in conditioner, especially if we're traveling, you know, around the world. I always have my deep conditioning masks and yeah, you can leave it on. You wouldn't want to mm-hmm. do that every day. For me as a stylist, I am like do it once a week, twice a month. It's super beneficial. Those ingredients that are in deep conditioning masks really do penetrate the hair. Mm-hmm. Whereas your everyday conditioner is meant for every day.
2: So you're saying that you when you travel, you actually use like the weekly mask as a styling product.
1: I, I do. And it actually would be really good on your hair too. The reason is is because it, it gives the slightest hold right? Mm -hmm. So you can keep, get your hair back and keep it back. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is a major hack, but it's foul proof. That's why I feel like we should share it because you don't need Mm -hmm. to put a gel in your hair. If you can use, Mm -hmm. if your hair mask is thick enough, dense enough to hold your hair back, Mm -hmm. use a mask, right? Just
2: go straight to conditioner. I love that. I'm, I have a lot of flyaways. You can probably see that even on the zoom. So I think along these lines we're going to get into breakage because when you have dryness and you have frizz, you often have breakage too. So, what are your best tricks to prevent breakage? You know, even sometimes without even having to invest in something. Like do you have any tricks?
1: The biggest, you know, trick and hack to breakage is air dry it as much as possible. So, mm. even if you can get your hair 50 to 70% air dried and then go in with Blow dryer, it saves the composition of your hair so much. So I'm guessing if a person has a ton of breakage, it's probably due to coloring the hair or outside elements. And so we want to do everything to preserve the hair. Also, use hot tools as little as possible. And then if we're incorporating products into Mm -hmm. that situation, into a breakage situation, I would say buy a wet. Have Mm -hmm. you guys used a wet brush?
2: I love the wet brush. I love wet Live wet brush. for it. Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's so, it's kind of so simple. The way we brush our hair too is, you know, you, you want to a lot. I see a lot of my clients will pick up a brush when their hair is soaking wet and take it to the root, to the top and just, <laughs> uh, you know, tear down their, their, the length of their hair. And what that does is it stretch the hairs in a state where it's stretchy. So mm-hmm. it will actually stretch and just snap off thus the breakage, right? So I love to share the old brush brushing your hair trick, which is just start from the bottoms and work your way up with a gentle brush like the wet brush. It is a lifesaver and it mm-hmm. will significantly, uh, you know, reduce breakage.
2: And are there some elastics that are better than others?
1: Goodies and my kitsch—they have these no snag elastics I don't know why that's so hard for me to say <laughs> they are a little thicker so but mm-hmm. they're super tight and they allow you to get a really tight ponytail or whatever you're looking for without you know getting your hair wrapped up and then I feel like mm-hmm. the smaller they are the more I see people struggle so having that tiny bit of thickness in the elastic is super helpful
2: I've been liking the slip ones lately too you know those silk
1: Oh, scrunchy the, ones, the smaller, the smaller scrunchie.
2: Yeah, like the thinner yes. one. I think Slip makes them.
1: Those scrunchy, they're my life as well. I I mm-hmm. think that every woman needs a scrunchie in their life.
2: <laughs> but you know what? Quote unquote.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the thing um, that I notice a lot too is you know the black elastic bands. They're elastic. Mm-hmm. You stretch them out, and they go like this, and they kind of condense. Well. That's typically, I mean, what we were all using. They were the best thing. They got Mm -hmm. our hair the tightest. But what would happen and what I saw a lot of is women would have this top layer that they never asked for because their Mm -hmm. hair broke kind of right here. So all this Mm -hmm. hair was... She's
2: sort of pointing to the nape of her her neck. Yeah. Yes.
1: So right around the nape of the neck and then around towards the face, just under the Mm -hmm. chin, because that's where we secure our ponytail.
0: Do you have any advice for people who are experiencing breakage or dealing with breakage from extensions cuz I just feel like a lot of people are going through it right now?
1: A lot of people are taking out their extensions and kind of like, whoa, what, what's happening? We are in a time where we are letting our natural like our natural hair flags fly. <laughs> is that a thing? And we're yeah we're in this time where we want to do everything to preserve our hair in its natural state. I think that if you're taking out your extensions and you're noticing your hair is you know shorter in in some spots all, all around your hair, I actually see clients where they've worn their extensions so long mm-hmm. due to COVID or or whatever. It's, there are some of them yeah. are really hard to take out, and yeah. they have both patches. So for, for that, I say, talk to your doctor about vitamins. That'll help sort you out inside. That's long-term. Um, if you're looking for short-term kind of fix, there's this procedure Mm -hmm. called PRP where you, um, a doctor will take out your, your plasma, spin it, and then inject it in the place where you're losing hair. And the thought behind that is, um, that you when we, when, you know, you massage your hair, you get blood flowing that creates hair growth that create, that says like, Oh, I need, I need something to work up here. It opens up the follicles. There's a lot of goodness that comes from that. So it's the same thought. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you know people who have done that and seen results? Yeah.
1: They've seen really great results and it, and it doesn't, it doesn't always work the first time and it's, it's expensive, mm-hmm. but I will tell you kind of a new thing um mm-hmm. in the last like five years and when we think about like the 60s and like marilyn monroe and all these women who were wearing wigs or extensions or, or their hair was falling out for whatever reasons that would have been that would have been so helpful for them you know and women as women were, we're chameleons actors and actresses their chameleons are constantly changing for their roles so I think that this is great support and, and just us going through any changes that we go through. We're mothers.
2: You can't mention any names, but are the celebrities doing this?
1: The yeah, PRP? definitely. Okay. I mean, everybody who knows about it mm-hmm. is willing to do it. I have wow. a lot of guy friends who
0: listen. Are do I do think it. if you have bald patches under where you had extensions and stuff, you would probably do anything. Speaking for myself. Well, yeah, yeah. Especially yes. for around the
1: hairline if they're around mm-hmm. the hairline. Yeah. It's not, it's not so totally. um,
2: taboo. Yeah. Well, I know for myself being a mom, um, you know, when you get that crown mm-hmm. and like the baby hairs just snap all around your hairline, is yes. there any hope for that yes. <laughs> or just flyaways in general too?
1: Well, that is hormonal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thought there with those little baby hairs is that we have to get our body back in balance and and that Mm -hmm. typically takes um, time and it takes vitamins knowing what, what we're missing, what we're lacking so that we can boost our hair growth. So either change your part or um, part in the middle, give it some time to grow back. And Mm -hmm. if you can't do that, take your makeup brush, spray it with hairspray, And, or if, if you like your sides really tight, use a gel, dab it with a gel and just kind of lay those baby hairs down, give them Mm -hmm. a place to go. If we start to train them, they'll start to fall in line. So they're not shooting straight out of, of, Mm -hmm. you know, your head and you can train a hair follicle. So do that. And then you you guys just had on the wonderful woman who Mm -hmm. created color. Wow. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, if your hair is thinning or if there's a spot that you're uncomfortable with, use Color Wow. Use your brow kit, um, the powder, and just dab on those fine spots. And it, yeah. gives, it gives the appearance that the hair is thicker.
0: I wanted to ask you quickly, Bridget, because I know a lot of um, women of color, they often wear their hair hair in protective styles, right? So they minimize that breakage. And I noticed a huge trend that's happening with women of all hair textures is these like silk pillowcases. They're everywhere all of a sudden. So do you think actually switching to one of those prevents breakage?
1: It is the same. Absolutely. I do. I am totally on the, the silk pillowcase bandwagon. The and it's the same reason why I love the microfiber mm-hmm. towel. Our cotton and linen sheets, particles, the, it's, it's part of the fabric, and they stick up. They're, they're, they feel soft, but our hair, we're constantly moving around on the pillow. You know, it locks into these, um, this fabric, and it can pull cool on the hair. So the silk pillowcases, they're so luxurious. Mm-hmm. They feel so luxurious. And your hair, instead of uh, kind of getting stuck and snagged on those uh, little fibers, mm-hmm. they just slide right off. So that is that is the thought behind silk um, pillowcases mm-hmm. or a silk right. wrap, same thought. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's super helpful.
2: I think they need to start selling them in pairs, though. I because- agree. Right? Because it's like you're just going to have the one silk pillow, really, navy blue, and then the other person.
1: They're not even like a normal color. I have pink ones on my bed and my husband's like, I'm like, just we'll cover this during the day and have, (laughs) but you're right. You're right. We need doubles and we
2: need. Do the whole sheet set, you know? Business ideas. (laughs) Okay.
1: We're fancy.
2: (laughs) Branded by Bridget.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh my God.
2: So let's move on to curls and controlling curls. What is your best trick to having curls live their best life? I feel like it's a fine balance between controlling them and having them look like kind of flat or losing their shape. So what are your top tricks and products for that?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, again, sulfate-free shampoo and conditioner is going to be your everything. um, If your hair is curly, after that, regular trims is super helpful. Girls with curly hair, their um, hair at the ends tend to split and the more they split, they just, it will run right off, right up the hair shaft. So it's, it's good um, to get regular trims. So you just take that, that problem away as much as you can. Using a wide tooth comb is super helpful. I'm often surprised that a lot more women with curly hair don't know that, that they shouldn't be using a Mason Pearson, but, you know, Um, It really disrupts the the curl pattern or the texture of the hair. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, cocktailing products really allows you to define and hydrate uh, your curls and set them at the same time. So finding the right products to cocktail with is kind of the game for each hair type. My clients with, you know, thicker, curlier, uh, more coarse hair, I love using... Mm -hmm an oil and a gel and mixing those together and the trick to applying the product is su- super important. So there's, there's so many steps. Um, but once you get it down, it becomes clockwork. You, you, so you really want your hair to be sopping wet. You want it wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to brush it through with a wide tooth comb and then you want to take your, your cocktail, um, of choice for your hair type. If your hands were in prayer position you your hands are emulsified with the product, and you want to just slide it down in section and kind of pat it in. So it's not about raking.
2: So you're sort of sliding it down with your hands together,
1: exactly. Okay. Um, in and prayer for, position, in like, prayer, please yes, get please <laughs> smooth. Stay, stay nice for girls with finer, curlier hair. I think um, using a serum, like a serum you can use any mousse, any any serum, um, and the serum has this kind of. It's just light on the hair when mixed with the mousse. And it really lets the hair dry in the perfect curl position. So it's not going to be crunchy. That's the goal, right? It's not to have crunchy Mm -hmm. curls that by end of day are falling on your face. Uh, You want them to live like hair would. That's how I control curls. It's steps and layers and patience.
0: We're moving on to our last challenge and it's all about getting that volume. I feel like this is such a huge challenge for so many women. And, um, you know, so what is an absolute must hair product that adds that all important oomph at the root area? Because I know, Often like sometimes it's like that thing where you it's so sticky, like you cannot get your hair, hand through it. It's like it's like holding it up like wax yeah. or something, which isn't a good look either. <laughs> um, so what's something that lasts yeah. but doesn't feel like it's glue in your hair?
1: I love mousse. I think mousse has come so far. It's great because it's super lightweight. I mean, you can feel that it's lightweight and it goes into your hair. You typically would concentrate it at the root. So it really gets in and penetrates the hair. Start with a mousse. If you have fine to medium hair and thick hair, that it's great for thick hair. You might want to add more mousse with thicker hair. I love a good volumizing spray as well. Some of them can be tricky. Like you said, some of them feel sticky, even going in, and then they don't quite blow down the way you ex- you would expect them to. Christoph Robbins has a great volumizing spray that's super lightweight, but the hair just stands out. It's it, it really swells the shaft and gives long-lasting volume. So I love that. I'm not a I, I don't t- I don't blow hair dry with gel. I I just don't suggest it. I think it's really hard for people to do at home as well. It's messy and it takes a lot of time. And gel, when you get sweaty, will react instantly and that causes stickiness. So that's not so much my jam. Um, But also there are great salt sprays that are super powerful volumizing tools. They're just not marketed for that.
2: Yeah. Just get some texture in there so it's not sitting totally. against your scalp, right? Totally.
1: And then after you do that, you Velcro rollers, the big one or two inch Velcro rollers, after you've mm-hmm. blown your product in, even if you rough dry and the hair is still a little warm, rolling up the hair in the Velcro rollers and sticking a pin in it and doing your makeup, it is volume for days and it really lasts. And mm-hmm. you can even reactivate it mm-hmm. the next day You use like your oil mist spray or like a light spray of water, and you re blow out that section, so you don't have to wash multiple times.
2: Hmm. I wouldn't have thought of a hair oil as like a reactivator for volume.
1: So an oil mist, if you're Mm. spraying it, you're you're just waking it up. It's not. It's not like I wouldn't say. So yeah, use an oil mist. Like Herbal Essences has the aloe. It's 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 the one that I use. Every time yeah. I'm, I have to redo a hairstyle. So I'll use it on set a lot when we're doing multiple changes because it's just enough reactive property where I can change a part or, re, you know, get the hair back in shape and redo a curl. You know, it's, it's really great. So I suggest that. And again, you don't have to wash your hair, dry it again, recurl it. You can actually just refresh it.
2: Love it. I like to wash my hair the least amount yeah. as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Once
1: a week, if I can. What about
0: the hot chill? Cause we were all about the, you know, getting the tools in there. Like you said, the roller, I think that's a really great tip, especially if you do try to shy away from too
1: much heat styling. I love T3 has a pearl trio wand set. It's kind of I, I send it to all my friends as a gift because it's the one and done. Ride or
0: die concept. over here. Yes. So,
1: yeah. So it's got a wand, a clip barrel. So your traditional barrel that you can kind of interchange. And it has um, a tapered barrel, which is really great for like um, a beach wave. So I, th- that's my go-to. Also, I I was sent this amazing... <laughs> curling iron and it's basically this deep wave.
0: 3 barrels in one kind of across, right? Yeah, the mermaid wave styler, right?
1: Fantastic. So the mermaid curling iron is so fantastic. It's a 3 barrel through 3 prong barrel and you just crimp your hair, but it's not your traditional crimp. It's a deep set wave. Um, that people don't know how to do on themselves. It's kind of my more modern wave. I do it on a lot of my clients. Oh, that's good for a hot Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So it's fun. It's it's fun to use it.
0: I had a question. It's kind of like an offshoot of what we were just talking about, but when you're blow drying your hair and you have fine hair, are you Mm -hmm. still supposed to flip your hair upside down? Like what's going on with that?
1: What I think is, yes, you could definitely flip your head upside down if you wanted to. But what also does the trick is just over directing your hair and taking your nozzle and really focusing on where you want to see volume, right? So I always tell people over direct wherever your head starts to curve. That's where you can get more bang for your buck. So like if I want a lot of volume in the crown, I'll over direct Mm -hmm. all this hair. Forward,
2: So you kind of flip your flip hair it, forward. Flip it
1: forward, over direct it. Use your fingers and really press mm-hmm. down uh, using the nozzle in your hands. Follow it through. Mm-hmm. Flipping your hair head over works, but I think you can really concentrate your blow dry using your hands. And also, I tend to like seeing more of you know the side of my hair. I want to make that look as thick as possible, so I will blow dry that mm-hmm. forward. My mohawk section. From the crown, I will blow dry all of that toward my nose using the rounds of my my head, uh, the natural shape of my head. And then all this hair goes up and forward, and you get like this lioness <laughs> finish. Yeah. So
2: that's such an onset trick, yeah. right? I remember working on photo shoots and it's like, who cares what the back looks like? It's just like paper thin yeah. back there and all <laughs> the hair is in the yeah. front. So it sounds like it's almost like flipping it, but in sections, like smaller sections just with your hands, right?
1: Yes. And your hands become the tool along with the blow dryer. Mm -hmm. Because as I said, you can change the direction of the follicle for that time or or you can push the hair whatever way you want to using heat and your hands. Where as I think when girls blow dry, they just kind of do like, they just do this upside down, you know? Mm -hmm. Just just very
2: rough dry. All the way down, yeah.
1: But I think concentration is key. Giving everything yeah. a place to go is is the yeah. way to keep go. your
0: hair, keep the <laughs> nozzle, and keep the diffuser. Don't like throw those in a drawer, never to be Definitely. seen again.
1: No,
2: it actually brings mm-hmm. us to our last question. So we all cannot wait to get back to see our mm-hmm. hairdressers, our colorists, and our cutters. So, what are some hair cutting tricks to ask for at the salon to make hair appear thicker if you are experiencing? thinner hair or thinning hair in particular? Yeah.
1: That's a great question. A lot of people have asked that actually within the last couple months. And the trick is really taking off length and asking for a blunt cut. It gives the illusion of a full haircut. For women that are like, I need my layers for volume. You should ask your hairstylist to Kind of carve in or cut in what's called an invisible layer. And it's where you take the inside of the hair and you kind of, you know, carve in a C shape or cut in to the last couple inches. You're holding your hair straight out. And then when the hair is set back down, you haven't touched anything on top. So you save all that hair, but all of the underneath and the inside can move. Mm-hmm. That'll give you the feeling of volume. If if you feel like a blunt cut would just just lay flat or limp, but it's also mm-hmm. useful for girls with really thick hair, thick in the back, right, but not so much on the side. Also, the sides around your face don't touch those at all. If you cut the length in, keep as much framing as you can until your hair grows back or it's back to. To the density that you're used to, I wouldn't say cut face framing layers. I think that also mm-hmm. adds to the illusion of your hair being thinner than it really is. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for, for women going in who don't want a big chop, ask for a baby trim. I think it's important that your hairstylist knows um, you want a haircut. That sounds like a new kind of a new look, or you want to maintain what you have, but you want to clean up the ends. You want A dusting is a good word to use so that they don't go hog wild.